0: Welcome back again to the Iconist Podcast Season 2, Year Two. We are back. BOW! Uh, I'm one of your hosts, Barry 3D oh, for Deep Dark Delicious. Hey, on my side is the man, the myth, the legend, the one that rocks the turntables back and forth. Mono, my best friends, and my cousin. Who am I talking about?
1: DJ Rod C. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode. We are back. We're back. We're back. <laughs> oh, before we get in before we get into the you know before, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm just pulling
0: it in. Pull it in. Pull it in!
1: Yeah! You know, this is the time you wish... I wish I had a, a digital type of blanket just kind of, like, cover. Like,
0: you can't right. see! You can't see!
1: You can't see! He's already on stage, but... Shh! We won't say who it is yet.
0: Right? Oh, I can like work that. Don't worry, I got that coverage. Don't I worry know that. Back. I know that. I know that. Right. And, Let's and do the normals. Just, Let's do the normals. Yeah, so one quick shout out, really quick. is <clears> Jaybird Digital Arts. If you like <clears> the, <throat> the template here and you want to have template social media, digital media, all that stuff from posters to whatever online, reach out to the one and only. Oh, who am I talking about, Rod? Let him know. Jaybird Bird Digital Arts. Arts, 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 arts. That's right. If you reach out to Jaybird Bird Digital Arts, you tell him you heard about it on the Iconist podcast and you need any mm-hmm. work done, he will give you a discount. What? Nothing wrong with saving some money, people. There we go.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I know we have a third window, and I want to reveal this window right now in a couple of seconds when it all is said and done. The icon is today on the Iconist podcast, The Nightman, by Malibu Comics, my mm-hmm. TV show.
2: Mm-hmm. And
0: it's our pleasure to introduce my best friend, Derwin Jordan. <sighs>
2: oh, oh, oh. Is here baby. Here, here. Thank you, here.
0: thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Happy to be
3: here, happy to be on the Acona show. Oh my god, I've watched a few episodes. I mean, these guys, they're rocking it, they're killing it. When they came to me and said, Hey, we want to do something on Nightmare, we want to bring you on, I'm like, Yes, let's yes! do
0: this thing. Come on right? now. Back, back. Oh, let me, oh, okay, so okay, I'm turning up. Ah. <laughs> so happy to have you on the show and we we talked about this I said this is like childhood best friend from like when we was yeehaw so from boys to men
1: literally
0: (laughs) (laughs) you know uh, don't come at me Michael Bivens it's all good Uh, (laughs) so we had to have Derwin on because we wanted to talk about Nightman and if you watch the TV show Nightman in its Mm -hmm. full run it was a change in season one to two and in season two Derwin was the tech guy. Mm. Do, you, do you remember your character's name, Derwin?
3: Well, funnily enough, the, his first name was Raleigh, and right. his last name was actually Jordan, which, which was just hilarious. That was purely happenstance. <laughs> but I, I always said that, you know, when I saw that on the breakdown, I'm like, I'm clearly meant to play this character. It's like, clear, clearly I'm meant Facts. to play this character. So yeah, he was Raleigh Jordan, tech genius extraordinaire. Mm.
0: right hello cw we're looking at you <sighs> we
3: we'll are start looking back at them again okay no
1: problem okay. just let hey, you
0: guys hey. know we're watching you give, give, give the brother a job right so <laughs> night Man started off as a comic book and this comic book started off in 1993 and it was uh you know it ran for 23 issues from malibu comics and it was created by the writer, um, and I'm gonna—I just lost his name here because I'm so on top of things. <laughs> uh, Steve Englehart. Steve. Mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. So Steve Englehart was, a character, was the writer who put this character together. He wrote for DC. He's written for Marvel, um, and you know, and he's gone overseas and he's done other projects and books and he's done some TV work also. But it was nice to see that they took this character, who by day was a saxophone player in San Francisco, mm-hmm. and then at night he was Nightmare. So, and we're going to just go right into Derwin's Dur- journey with this, but just give you some history on that. This character came about, and he was in an accident, so he was driving a Miata in San Francisco. I mean, the picture is so clear, and that's all they said in the comic book. He got in an accident, and there was a cable that hit him, and it gave him this kind of electricity, and it was him and other people on the cable car that got their power. So it's almost like the Flash with that 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 meta effect that happened. Where right. certain people got their powers so he was in a coma for a couple of weeks came out of it he had a little bit of shrapnel on his head doctors didn't think he was going to make it but uh he survived and his power was he was able to sense people's evil thoughts right but also the other side effect is he had to always wear sunglasses because his pupils were dilated so it, he had pretty much night vision Mm-hmm. And walking out of the hospital, he had a thought of someone saying, oh, I'm going to kill this girl. And this is what started him on his journey to become a hero. He's like, well, I can't let this go. And he tried to talk to the police about this, and they didn't believe him. Like, okay, so did the guy say it? Well, no. I <laughs> heard it in my Okay, never mind. Right. This is already weird in San Francisco as it is. Right? <laughs> and he decided to take it on himself to stop this girl from getting murdered. He didn't know who this girl was. But that's how the journey of Nightman started. And then during this outing, he was all in black with a mask and and he had goggles on. And then the mask gets ripped. So it opened up from his nose to his mouth. It, you know, one eye was exposed. The other eye had a goggle still on it. And this kind of parlayed into his look later on in the costume with Malibu Comics. Mm-hmm. And to show you the connection with Marvel was he did team up. They, he did team up at one point because there was a whole uh, event called Black September, where they brought the Malibu car- characters into um, the Marvel Universe. So, Nightman did team up with Wolverine. Nightman did team up with Gambit from the X-Men, yep, obviously. Mm-hmm. Uh, he also made an appearance on the TV show, uh, the cartoon. Cartoon, the, Ultra Force. Ultra Force, right? Mm-hmm. Exactly, because it was the Ultra Verse that they were doing at one point. But, of course, due to logistics and and you know who has what rights, it, it never was able to continue mm-hmm. past that. But then... The, the, the kick in the head is here I am watching TV, minding my own business. <laughs> right? <laughs> and of course, now back then in the 90s, you had to look at what we had as superhero shows in the 90s. So if you were in the, the, in the culture, you would just say, Oh, there's a superhero show? Okay. And I would sit there and watch it. And season <laughs> one, I'm like, Okay, cool. And then. This man calls me up and says, "Hey, man, I'm gonna be on TV," and I'm like, "Okay, yeah, filming in Vancouver." I'm like, "Okay, cool, good on you, D." And he's like, "What are you doing, Nightman?" I'm like, "Wait a, minute, you mean that show with the superhero, the saxophone?" He goes, "Yep," and I'm like, "Oh, okay, small role." He goes, "Nope," and sure enough, cool, You're the tech guy.
3: <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, it was it was it was a crazy time. I mean, um, I remember you know I was back in Toronto and I had been auditioning and. This the week that this happened was insane, you know. I'd kind of been you know struggling a little bit as an actor and you know hadn't booked anything in a while. And I literally I had been up for a number of Oops. series before that and had kept coming close. Didn't book them, you know. There's actually one that happened around the same time called The Raven. You know, I don't know if you remember that when that yes. came out. Yeah. And I was up for you know one of the leads in that, and then that didn't happen. I was like, oh man, and, and I actually literally thought maybe I'm not meant to be a series regular series lead like maybe I'm just going to keep playing these you know one day two day four day things and that's going to be my thing I'm just going to kind of grind it out and go so this week comes up my agent calls and she goes it it was a Tuesday Well, she called me on the Monday she's like I've got four auditions for you tomorrow like it was mm-hmm. just banging, like there was so much stuff going on. She goes, I'm going to fax you all the stuff because that's how long ago it was. We used to fax everybody.
2: <laughs>
3: you know, and the fax thing has a whole other significance to this story too. So she faxes me all the sides for all this stuff and I'm like going crazy, like learning all the lines and, you know, pre-creating the characters and doing this stuff. And throughout the day, Nightman was going to be the last of the four auditions that day. So I had one at, like, 10. I had one at, like, 12.30. I had one at, like, 2.30. And, I had, and then Nightman was at, like, 4.15. You know? And, like, here, there, and everywhere all over the city in Toronto. So I'm, like, jumping on the metro and doing the thing and on the subway and going here, there. And by the mm-hmm. time I got to the Nightman audition, I was exhausted. I was, like, just exhausted <laughs> because I was be doing all these other things. So I do the audition. It's just me and the casting director in the room. You know, I do the audition and it's funny too, because, you know, I finished and I looked up at her and she kind of had this look on her face, you know, and I actually took that look like, man, that must have sucked.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: <laughs> so I was like, Hey, you know, John, thanks for bringing me in, man. Appreciate you, you know, whatnot. And he's like, okay, Derwin, yeah, thanks, man. It's like, okay. And I just, I literally put it out of my head. I'm like, I am not booking that one. The mm-hmm. next day I had another two auditions. I had a play audition, then an audition for a movie. So it was like, it was a crazy week. I've been working in customer service in this medical clinic, you know, and stuff. So I, I'm at work on the Friday of that week. And while I'm at work, one of the other customer service agents asked me on the shoulder. She's like, Doreen, I I think I have your agent on the line. <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, Nancy? Nancy left here. I said, so, yeah. She's like, yeah, I, I've got her on the line. I'll transfer over to your call. I was like, okay. I was like, hey, Vince, what's up? And this is like, you know, I had a cell phone but this wasn't like, it wasn't glued to my head like they are now, so Mm. I I tried to comment on myself, like in my my backpack and I didn't even, you know, think about trying to get it so she's like, hey, Derwin so guess what, you know uh, we have an offer for you to do Nightman, and to be honest like that week was so crazy, I didn't even remember what it was (laughs) (laughs) I'm I'm like Nightman, refresh me on that (laughs) She's like, oh, you had that on Tuesday. I'm like, Nancy, I had four auditions on Tuesday. G- give me yeah. something more. Like, this was like the superhero action adventure show. I'm like, really? She's like, yeah. So she, they called this morning. They liked your stuff, you know, and, and they're, they're going to make you an offer, you know, on this show. And I said, okay, all right. Well, you know, uh, you're my agent. You know, this is what you do. She goes, here's, here's the kicker, though. And it's Friday. She goes, if, you, if this comes through and the contract is all good, you need to leave for Vancouver on Tuesday of next week. And this is Friday. <laughs> and it's Friday. And I'm like, oh snap. I said, okay. I said, well, and I'm in my head, I'm like, okay, whatever. This is so not gonna happen. They're gonna book somebody local or whatnot. So okay, I was like, great. So we hang up, about an hour or two goes by. She calls me back, she goes, Hey, we have we have their offer. I'm like, Okay, cool. So she starts breaking everything down and this is like no joke. I actually still have the facsimile of the contract somewhere in my files. Nice. Like, this is the best contract I have ever seen. Like, they're going to fly me out. They're going to give me first-class plane tickets back and forth to Toronto. So if I want to come back and do stuff, they're going to put me up for the first two weeks, and they're going to pay me a relocation fee so I can find a place to live. They're going to give me a rental car while I'm out there. Like, I mean, this was like, I'm like, this is what? we got to stop. This can't be real. So she breaks (laughs) it all down. She breaks down how much money they're going to pay me per episode and stuff like that. And I'm like, yes, let's do this. She goes, hold up. And my agent, like she'd been around for a long time. She goes, hold up. She said, this is great. I like what they're offering. But <laughs> what? We're going to go in and ask for more. And I like, we're, we're going to do what now? <laughs>
1: Nance, 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 you're playing with me now. Don't, 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 don't rock the boat, Nancy. You know, don't I'm rock like, the boat. I'm
0: like, you realize you called me at my hair. day job, right? <laughs> yes. Exactly.
3: Like, exactly. You're calling me at my side job. Like, you, you know that, right? Yeah. So she's like, she said, this is what we do. We negotiate. We go back and forth. I said, I said, okay. I said, Nancy, I trust you. But if you mess this up, I'm going to find you. <laughs> <laughs> I will hunt you down and I will take you out. She's like, okay, no, no, we'll probably negotiate it through the weekend. I'll call you. I like to know what's going on, blah, blah, blah. So we hang up. I finished my shift of the thing and I don't hear back from her.
2: Mm. This
3: is Friday night. Mm. Saturday, nothing. Mm -hmm. Sunday, nothing. I thought she asked for too much. She asked for too much. They pulled the thing. It's, it's, mm. just, it's, it's gone. It's it's not yeah. happening. They're gone with somebody else. Right. Dang, I should have just, she should have just gone with that original offer Monday. The agency opens at like nine o'clock, nine Oh one. She gives me a call. She goes, <laughs> we have an offer. She says, I'm gonna fax it over to you again with the facts. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> so I said, okay. She says, but when I fax it over to you, I want you to look at the timestamp of when they sent it to us. And I'm like, Okay, so she sends the facts. I swear to God, the slowest receiving facts. I'm guys like. I'm <laughs> like Come
2: on, Ooh,
3: man. Line per line. <laughs> you know? So finally, comes all the way through. I'm reading it through. They've given us everything that she asked for when she pushed back, and then the agency closes at six p.m. on days. The timestamp on the facts they sent to her. Is 6.07 Friday. So it's been sitting on the fax machine at the agency all weekend long. While I'm
2: freaking out at home. Sweating
3: sweating buckets. Thinking this deal didn't happen. And it's been sitting there all (laughs) (laughs) week. All weekend. But now here's the thing. Now it's Monday. I travel the next day. Right, so my right. phone is now blowing up with like you know the the assistants calling me and the producers like hey German congratulations glad you're on board blah 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 and now I've got, like, <laughs> I got a pack. My <laughs>
0: family
3: job. and Abby. friends know that I'm leaving and work know I won't be in for the next couple of weeks. Yeah, I literally uh, yeah. Have to quit my job. No, I was like supposed to be going in that day, and I go, I'm not coming in. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm actually done. They're <laughs> like, hey man, congratulations, that's great. You know, good for you. So I get all packed up. You know, oh. I literally get on the plane. You know, the next day you know, fly out to Vancouver, you know, they fly me out, business class, I get there. There's a guy with a little sign with my name on it (laughs) at the airport saying, Hey, you know, I'm your driver, I'm gonna take you over to the hotel, you know, get to the hotel. And literally, you know, because there's a three hour time difference. Right. I think I landed in Vancouver at like seven PM. And I I hadn't slept really the night before because I'm packing, I'm doing all the stuff, (laughs) you know, and whatnot. So I get there, the producer calls me, executive producer calls me goes, hey, we're going to have a little dinner with you and the other people, you know, the other leads on the show, stuff like that. I say, yeah, yeah, cool. Go and do that. And I'm like literally during the dinner going, oh, man. Come <laughs> 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 on.
0: Like, we're all so excited to be here. We're so excited to be here. <laughs> you here? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um,
3: like I was have just like stay, adrenaline rush and the high and stuff. So you know, I got there. We do that. We have all the. We get onto the set. We do the pretest. We went and did our physical. You know, got us set up in our places. Got our rental cars. All that kind of stuff. So now, now we're there. And this was in the era of you know they don't really do this anymore, right? Syndicated TV. Mm-hmm. So this was going to be a guaranteed 22 episodes that we're going to mm-hmm. shoot, As opposed to, you know, network TV now where it's like you're going to shoot six or seven. And then if people we'll like s- it, maybe you'll shoot more. We'll see oh, what okay. you know, people like Netflix and stuff is similar that like Netflix is going to shoot what it shoots. But usually you know, you're getting maybe eight to 12 episodes right, you know, out of a Netflix show right per season. Whereas back mm-hmm. then, I like, said, it's syndicated. You've got your 22. It's sold internationally. It's just done. Right. You're already, you're, you're booked. You're good. You know, Good. so he's like, he like, hey, we're Here we're gonna be here for the next, you know, six and a half months. And you know, we're gonna shoot all twenty two, we're gonna put them out there, and we're and we're gonna go. And you know, as I started to find out about it, I didn't realize it was the second season of this show. Oh you, know? so you didn't you weren't aware? I wasn't aware at all because I didn't see the show in the first season. Right, right. So I'm right. getting to set and they're like, Hey, you know, we're happy to have you on board. And it, it's funny too, because they actually gave me some of the clothes of the guy who played it. The year before, you know, so the shoes, and yeah, he's a little taller than I'm, a little bigger than I am. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I'm trying on the shoes. I'm like, these are a little big. Like, yeah, no, no, they'll be good. <laughs> like, uh, uh, okay, they don't really fit my feet, but okay, whatever. <laughs> mm, right, right. If, if you say so. You, you look know, like Mace stuff.
0: from P. Diddy with the oversized clothes.
3: You know what right. I mean? So, you know, everything else got to fit. But it's like, you know, there were certain things that's like, all right. So we get there. And like I said, it was just, it was, it was a phenomenal experience. And I was so excited to be, you know, a series regular, mm-hmm. you know, I felt the role really spoke to me. I, you know, I, you know, doing that kind of tech, you know, jargon stuff is right. really in my wheelhouse, yes. you know, of doing that kind of stuff, you know, so, you know, I got to, you know, set the first day. Uh, and, you know, the funny thing is, is that, you know, Matt McComb played Nightman. Right. And the right. show was, the TV show was created by Glenn A. Larson, who was, his Life. name is, not Knight Rider.
2: <laughs> yes. right? like, that
3: was his thing. And Matt was actually David Hasselhoff's uh, stunt double on Knight Rider. Oh, he came wow. to get to know Glenn and get that sort of going. Well, they'd been talking about doing something together since he was on. that. And Matt Ride. wasn't really an actor, but he said he, he wanted to. And Glenn was like, hey, I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to do this for you. Well, you know, there's Matt. And then Matt's stunt double, Dalton. Dalton Roy is his name. No joke, like identical twins. Wow. So, I'm all excited to be on the show. And of course, I meet Matt, you know, and whatnot. And, and you know, we're, we're chatting and, and stuff. And what I didn't know is that in the first season, the guy who played Raleigh, Matt and he had become quite close and quite good friends. So, Matt was really upset. The show shot in San Diego the first season. Right. And then they moved the second season to Vancouver. Right. So, Matt was actually really upset that they moved the show out of the US and, you know, his friend who he had made on the show wasn't going to be part of it anymore mm-hmm. and all this kind of stuff. So, there was this like this, this shield you know, happening. Dalton, nicest guy in the world. So the first day, I couldn't really tell them apart, you know, mm. look like what they'll look like. <laughs> 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 so, you know, Matt's like this, like cold as ice, you know, dude. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. I don't know what's up with that? And then I see Dalton. I'm like, hey, what's going on? And he's like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, okay, hey, this guy's kind of cool. And then I run into Matt again, and it's like cold as I'm like, hey, yes. <laughs> I'm <Ding. Yes. laughs> like, yes, Is it, is it me? Facts. Facts. And then finally, Facts. like literally the catering person's like, you know they're two different people, right? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And he goes, "That's Matt's stunt double, Dalton, <laughs> and that's Matt." And I was like, "Oh, ah. now it's all making sense." Jeez. But I was just—I you know, was so you know, <laughs> and excited
0: and—you and just thought dude was bipolar. Just...
3: You know, I I I thought, like, I'm going crazy here because, like, one minute he's, like, nice as anything to me and the next minute it's, like, I'm not even, you know, there. And, you know, my whole thing, though, with the show was, like, I'm going to go in, I'm going to do the work, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm going to make sure that I'm prepared every day when I show up. The crew was phenomenal. You know, they were so good, you know, to me and so nice to me. And it was just, yeah, it was a phenomenal But that's how that show came about, that literally within a week of being a struggling (sighs) actor... to moving across the country right, and being a seriously being a serious
0: yeah it was wow. it was that's, insane that's big, man. That's it was big. it was insane like it was life changing it was absolutely because mm-hmm. i know from myself on the other side of it it was seeing you every week Mm-hmm. on t v and and I mean you know your friendships you' you you you're get you know everyone's got your life pass and all that, but it still made me connected to say there's my brother that that's mm-hmm. my right. be there
2: mm-hmm. uh, right uh,
0: okay all right and and, and so I, right. I, right?
2: Like, I, mean, I know him
0: know know and and that was the beauty of it, but i know and then you gave me some good tidbits, like one of and i and maybe I'm wrong or correct me, so was it the lead person who played Nightman it's Matt right yeah, Matt yeah. wasn't he yeah. also in the matrix movies?
3: yes so he uh again he, after he finished nightman and stuff like that he went back to doing stunts but he was one of the main agents besides the main agent who you would see a ton of in the mhs oh, so yeah. yes that totally was
0: matt you know right. in okay movies. okay so yeah. yeah so you had a you know uh mr smith or uh, agent smith right was, but it, yeah he was one of the other two agents so i was always behind him yeah. That was oh, Jason. really? <gasps> yeah, that I see it now. Totally I yeah, see it now. Cool. Yeah, exactly, right? And it's
3: so funny. He actually, yeah, he went back to doing stunt work mostly after, you know, Nightmare and stuff like that. Didn't, you know, acting really wasn't, the acting acting really wasn't for him, right. you know, right. uh and stuff. But yeah, that was it. And it's funny, like, I remember when I got that show too, I mean, you know, you are, you know, you are a comic book, you know, god. <laughs> <you know, laughs> because you know, so I don't have when a I life got this show, I know <laughs> nothing about this. Right. And finally, when I got a little settled, I remember, you know, calling you going, dude this is happening and you were like oh my god i'm like okay tell me (laughs) (laughs) it's true though Expertise here man i need i need your insight here because (laughs) i am you know i can say the words (laughs) i remember
0: the running joke at the time was i would always say he's like derwin you're not a real actor until you do power rangers
2: Right? He'll say that for now. He'll still say that to now. Just oh, let, yeah, yeah. be facts. Right, Let's be facts.
0: No, <laughs> that's how we kid each other. But I would say Boom. that because I knew at the time, at the pulse of the the level. Of acceptance with like action superhero movies it was Mm -hmm. growing anything along that genre was growing and because it wasn't as much i mean if you look at it now you you turn on tv any social media you go Mm -hmm. on youtube you go uh streaming services there's superhero related content all over so right now Mm -hmm. just trying to fight to bring out quality stuff you know to capture that fan base but -hmm. you're looking back then in the 90s right early 90s -hmm. there wasn't that much that we had on Mm -hmm. tv as and that And and what I was trying, you know, and maybe I didn't articulate it well, but the whole at the time, but picture it, comic books. So you're looking at DC, you're looking at Marvel, you're looking at all the independents. It's a billion dollar industry, Mm -hmm. right? So anytime something came out, regardless of which house of ideas came out with it, the fans would flock to it because that's all we had, right? So we had like the 1977 live action Mm Spider-Man,
2: you know, everyone was like, Mm -hmm.
0: Spider-Man's live action. Yeah watch yep. it doesn't matter if the episodes were mediocre or not we were there mm-hmm. you know it was like lord of the rings like we'll build it they will come we we were there as hardcore fans so anytime yeah. we got a taste of that it, it it added more um to the genre so nightman being part of malibu comics and then acquired mm-hmm. by marvel comics and mm-hmm. it's like well we're gonna take this comic book and we're gonna put it on tv all right we'll watch it we watch it we watch mm-hmm. it right mm-hmm. And and that's and and i mean you know if you look at it back then and especially you mentioned a couple of key things. So filming in Vancouver. Mm-hmm. CW pretty much is running all over Vancouver. Yes. Right? Right? Cause that's with Arrow was filmed in Vancouver. Flash mm-hmm. is in, Van- filmed in Vancouver. Yep. Um, what, what am Le- I missing? Is Legion, um,
2: Legion Claw? Supergirls Super Legends yeah. Tomorrow? Yeah,
0: DC yeah, Legends Super Tomorrow, Girl. Vancouver. Supergirls yep, Super in, yep. uh, in Vancouver. All those shows that you see, those superhero shows, they're all filming in Vancouver. Yep. American productions, but that's where they're filming. And I'm like, oh, they... so Nightman was way ahead of that. Mm mm-hmm. At the time, right? Yep. And I know, um, you know, I know you've done other projects too that I've seen you on. And every time I see you, I'm like, ah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I know you did an episode on Mutant X. Mm hmm mm-hmm Right, that's right. Yeah, you know, and I remember your character had something with his ears, like you know, with sound the hearing, or something. So yeah, like super, yeah. super,
3: supersonic hearing. You know, like literally could hear through walls and stuff, and hear stuff miles away. You know, <laughs> and whatnot. So, yeah, that was, yeah, that was,
0: yeah, that was, that was, that was, a, that was a big one too, for sure. Right, and once again, that's another Marvel property. You know, Mutant X. Okay, so you know, with Nightman, it was, it was interesting. I said to see you on there. That you had a a good chunk of a major part mm-hmm. on Dang. there. I, I and and you know from your perspective so for you w- walking into it you didn't realize at the time there was a season one and i get that mm-hmm. because at the time for what we had on tv we had like what uh, a couple of channels and then you know you had to catch it or not and that was it right the that's it. The superhero genre stuff was very sporadic you know it wasn't like um saturday morning cartoons where it was like here's the super friends batman adventures mm-hmm. superman mm-hmm. adventures block tarzan adventure block no it mm-hmm. was right. okay you got Nightman. Oh yeah, and then maybe another season of Auto Man and maybe Right. All, you know, all over the place. Manimal yeah. right. Yeah. And yeah. and what was cool is like Steve uh Inglehart, who was creator, I know he wrote three episodes of Nightmare. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure which ones he did, but I know he did three episodes of Nightman. Mm-hmm. And then doing some research on that, they, they we talked about this before. The interesting thing is they brought in one of the other characters that kind of opened up that universe. They brought in Manimal.
2: Mm-hmm. hmm
0: like, That's right. Crossover!
2: <laughs> yeah. And this yeah, is what I remember, fans that. I remember for. that when they
0: brought him in, yeah. Yeah. So out of your, from what you remember, and I know we're going back, right? We're touching the gray matter. <laughs> which, which, do you remember like the storylines? Is, is there a particular storyline or episode that stood out to you that you were on for whatever reason? Be it if it was the script, it was something behind the scenes, how it was perceived by the, by the crowd. You know, it's funny.
3: I feel like... Uh, it, it, you know, I look back, I mean that show I shot that show in nineteen ninety nine which is insane to me that that was you know twenty something years ago, like that that's
2: <laughs>
3: what <laughs> but you know, I feel like but there's parts of me though that it feels like it was like just yesterday sometimes mm, you know, right with it, and I think it's because it was such a monumental shift and experience for me that it just it lives with me constantly, and you know I wish um. There was uh, an actress who came on the show. Uh, She was a model turned actress. Her name was Monica Schnarr. I don't know if you remember her at all. Blonde, tall. She came on in our second episode Mm -hmm. to do a guest spot. And she was like, I wish I could remember her character name, but she was like an alien who'd come down. She also had powers and whatnot and ends up teaming up with Nightman to do stuff. And Monica and I really hit it off, you know, and stuff like that. We realized we had a lot in common. She was great on the show. We really chatted, and they ended up bringing her back at least, I think, twice more on right. the show. And every the, the shows with her, you know, and that character really popped, you know, for me. Like those were the ones that really, you know, stuck, you know, with me. There was that, and then there was, you know, in the show, you like said Johnny's um, Matt's character Johnny is a saxophone player, right. and we have a nightclub, you know, that went, that's our front. Yeah, like that. You know, by by, you know, regular hours where these you know nightclub owners and he plays a nightclub, and by you know behind the stage is my like my tech room and like all this kind of stuff. But we'd have all of these local guest singers come in, you know, to be on the show, you okay. know, in the nightclub, which was great because it gave them an opportunity for some exposure. Right. And we got some great music out of it. And one of the people who came on. Uh, to do it, and it ended up becoming my love interest on the show with Saskia Gorell. I don't know if you remember the duo Sask, Love and Sass. Yes. you know That was Saskia Gorell with Sass, you know, on that. So she ended up coming on the show. Wow. And like I said, usually we had a different scenario come on every episode. She came in in like episode, I want to say maybe 16 or 17, and A, we hit it off so much, and they loved her so much that she ended up doing, being the singer for the rest of the series. Right, right. You know, on that. So, so yeah, so those episodes were pretty, were pretty amazing, you know, as well. But yeah, the ones with Monica, like I said, I wish I could remember her character's name. but It was like, it was, you know, it was like one of those alien stuff like that. But it was, yeah, she was, uh, those ones really, you know, stood out to me, you know, when we did them. And then the last one for me is, you know, every one of those shows, it's a money thing, right? They're trying to save some money. So they do a clip show right so it literally is like you only sh- shoot maybe six or seven live scenes and then it flashes back to something that's already been shot because it just right. it saves the money right. and i just remember i would never done one before and alan eastman who was the executive producer on the show he goes derwin you got to get the look i said what are you talking about he goes you're gonna say the line like hey man remember when we did blah 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 and then you got to look into the camera so that when the camera pushes in it's like it's going into your memory and then so you got to get that look That you're remembering what happened. We can cut to something else. And it became this running joke of, you know, I'm like, Hey, yeah, Johnny man, remember when, you know, blah, blah, blah came on? <laughs> and the camera was <laughs> You know, and then we'd cut to the next thing, and it's like every and we because like, we did that like take after take after take, right? It's like yeah, hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian, Brianie, who was like uh, Jane Height who played the cop on the show, um, uh, is. Uh, oh, I think we lost Rod. <laughs> we lost Rod. It's okay. He'll bounce back in. <laughs> His um, internet yeah, Jane Heitmeyer, who played Bryony Bronca on the show, who was like the cop who didn't know, you know, we were friends. She were, we were friends outside of Nightmare, but she didn't know he was Nightmare, so she was always battling, you know, this, you know, vigilante that she called him and stuff like that. And I remember it's like, hey Bryony, remember remember when we did that thing? <laughs> it's was like in that that look constantly. It's like that was that was the thing with the clip shows. It was, just, it was the funniest, it was the funniest thing. So yeah, we ended up doing two clip shows you Uh know, that we shot two clip shows in the episode. And it was like the, we shot one in like episode 17 and then episode 21 was our clip show, you know, shoot. So yeah, so it was, uh yeah, those, those, like I said, those are the ones that stand out to me. But I I say that whole, that whole series, like I seriously, no joke. I can recount probably almost every episode of that show because it was such uh, uh, a huge shift, you know, for me. such a great opportunity. And part of it too is that, as I mentioned, Matt wasn't very happy that the show had moved out from the U.S. and into Canada right. and stuff. So it wasn't terribly cooperative, you know, all the time. Mm-hmm. You know, and I was like, I came in, like, morning, everybody. <laughs> How you doing? <laughs> What's going on? What's going on? And I came in with, you know, I had my stuff ready. I was prepared. I was ready to go. So literally the writers, after about the third episode, went, well, if he's not going to do stuff, let's just write more for Derwin's character. Let's write more for Raleigh. You know, so I kept getting more and more stuff to do, you know, on the show. Because originally, you know, my character wasn't supposed to be seen because it's supposed to be background. Right. You know, and, and we were supposed to be, you know, hiding out. You know, the first season, my character stole military secrets, which is the tech in Nightman's suit. Right. Yes. So I yes. realized the government was selling it for bad and I was like, I want to use it for good you know, stuff. But obviously, you know, I'm on the run from the military, but they ended up kind of being able to expand that, you know, mm-hmm. and going, okay, we're going to, you know, I was now the manager of the nightclub, you know, and running that kind of thing. And, you know, all this, they kept adding stuff because I was excited to be there, you know, and I, and I came, came in prepared to work. So, I mean, it's a real testament that, you know, you go in and you do your work, you know, it's going provide- to things pay off. Exactly to provide opportunities, you know, for you. But yeah, that, I mean, that right. was, like I said, that was that was that was massive, you know, for me. That was such a great time, and I loved Vancouver. Like Vancouver was the first time I'd ever gone out there, right? And it was amazing. I mean, it's what made me want to move to the West Coast. Is oh, okay. when I spent those six months in Vancouver, and I went right. Oh, December is not so bad here. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah coming from montreal right i get you right and, 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 and you know that's I mean? the thing and, and even with with nightman once again what i say was ahead of time because if we look at for example you watch uh arrow on the cw right mm-hmm. with steven about once again what happened he was his you know as a series progressed they were you know his sister owned a nightclub and their headquarters was in the mm-hmm. basement of the mm-hmm. nightclub
2: mm-hmm Hmm. Huh.
0: <laughs> where have we huh. seen that before? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm not sure where that. And I, I filmed in Vancouver,
2: huh? Hmm. Uh, uh, mm. uh,
0: superhero show. Guy running around at night, vigilante, then uh, headquarters in a nightclub. Huh? Okay. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. Well, I knew too. I mean, because they,
3: you know, they had, they were shooting um, a Stargate at the time as well like that was shooting out there you know as well and that was kind of like one of the first sci-fi shows that vancouver took on and they realized that the guys out there did it really well you know the crews up there understood how to shoot that kind of stuff you know as well so when we came along with nightman we were still the experiment to a certain degree but i mean that that crew was proficient and they were shooting in hd back then which was this was 1999 So i remember you know doug who was our camera operator mm. would always be like, you know, you know, the director would be like, Hey, is this in the shot? He goes, it's in the shot in HD, you know? So, so, so it's like, we right. shot standard definition, but they had shot in high depth as well, just in case they were in a market that, uh, you know, they could shoot it that way. So he's like, he's like in HD, it's in frame. <laughs> right, because you got more area you're able to cover. Yeah, exactly. Okay. You're, you're covering more more area. So it's just wild to me that, you know, you look at it now. I mean, now we've got, you know, Ultra HD and 4HD and 4K and right, all this right. kind of stuff. But, you know, back in 1999, they were already thinking about, you know, shooting in high definition and, and that wider screen. So, you know, it was really
0: at the forefront of that kind of stuff. So, this is a really a good experience for you. I mean, I, I didn't know it was. I'm not even questioning that. That's not even a question. I know, I mean, because how the whole thing came about, uh, how the contract came out. So now here's, and, and Rod's going to jump back in. He, everyone, he, he lost his internet at his house. So <laughs> this is what happens when you do things remotely. And, you know, it's ups and downs. Technology. Yay, technology. Um, was there ever talk of a season three? Did you did you know when you did season two that it was going to be season two and that was going to be it for the show? Or was there talk or possibility of continuing to a season three? Uh, did you hear any rumblings about that at the time before, you know?
3: They totally wanted to go again. I mean, we, we had had a great time. And I, I actually made the assumption that we were going again. You okay. know, um, to be honest with you. I mean, because you look at, again, most of those syndicated shows, most of them ran at least three or four years at the very right. least. I mean, you get, you know, the Xenas and the Hercules that ran for like, you know, seven, eight, nine years. Right. And so the most, you know, the Stargate ran for like 10 years, 12 years or something like that. I don't know. Is and it still now? going? I think it's still going. <laughs> <laughs> but like Seriously. Like, it was insane. Like, Andromeda, what came after us, you know, that yeah. ran for like four or five seasons, you know, and stuff. So, yeah, there was definitely, the idea was, because my contract too was for, two more seasons after, oh. so it, was, it was a three season commitment, oh, you know, okay. with the contract, you know, when I went in. So I, you know, when we finished shooting that first season, you know, the crew was like, you know, Hey, what are you hearing? I said, I said, Oh, we, we got to be coming back. I mean, we did well. We, we shot this really well and stuff like that. And like I said, we got to be coming back. And they're like, I, I said, I haven't heard, but I know that they wanted to. Mm-hmm. So I came back to Toronto after the show was done because I was just going to be doing a play. Right. It actually worked out really well. Uh, the play, Andrew Moody, you know, a good friend of mine, had written this play called Con Man's Guide to Loving Women. Fabulous play. I'd workshopped it years before. You know, we finally got it where it was going to run at the National Arts Centre in Ottawa and then at Canadian Stage in Toronto. And when I booked Nightman, you know, Andrew calls and he goes, you, and I'm not going to say it because it was... <laughs> it's right. appropriate for PG. He's like, I can't believe you booked this series and you're not going to be able to do my play. I said, actually... As a matter of fact, because the play was going to be running from like rehearsal started mid to late January, and the play right. was going to be done shoot uh, done running by like the beginning of May, mm-hmm. I said, Andrew, that's my off season. I said, you know, if if the show comes back, we're not going to have shooting until like end of May, beginning of June. I said, I finished in December, I'll be off until like May or June. I said, it's perfect. I'll come back, I'll do the play, and then I'll jet back out to Vancouver and do the next season of Nightman. He's like, what? Right. I said, this is. I said, I want to do your show, man. Like, let's do it. So I came back to Toronto. You know, I started rehearsing. comments, guy was doing it, and then um, you know it was mid March, mid to late March, maybe. When you know Alan Eastman called me, goes, "Derwin, sorry man, we're not coming back." And I was, I was devastated. I was like, "What?" He goes, "Yeah." He goes, "You know, the network looked at it, and you know, we're looking at stuff, and they're, and they're looking at trying to do some other stuff. So, unfortunately, you know, we're, we're you know, you're going to get your one season, but that's that's all we're doing." And I was like, "Oh." Man, like I was, I was, I was, uh, I was a little, I was a little thrown by that. I was really hoping for at least one more season because right, I, I felt like you. that first season for me was, you know, finding my bearings, you know, getting my feet wet. You know, uh-huh. I felt like if we came back for season, I was going to ask to maybe direct a couple of episodes. Oh, really? Okay, you know, you're going like that? And we, yeah, like I was, you know, it's like now I've, I understand how it works. I understand how the show works a minute. You know, I understand the rhythm, but I like, you know, let's, you know, let's, let's up the ante, you know, on this one. I really took that time in that first season. Like I was always on set you know like right. i had a trailer that i could go back to you know and stuff and it's like even when i wasn't shooting scenes like i was on set because i wanted to see, you know see how oops, see how you know being a you know series regular worked and how everything worked cause i wanted to move to the next
0: level i mean the direction yeah, but that's be- you know, though that, that's something i am yeah. not surprised by that at all
3: yeah no i was always you know always there and i remember the assistant director be like turn on, are you tired? targeting we go back to your your trailer and stuff i said no man i'm like i want to be right here <laughs> like i want to be i want to wow. be and you know, i be behind the camera and stuff but I'm like what are you doing here what are you shooting here what's your frame what's your you know Know, what what are you doing for lighting and stuff like that? And they actually were really great with me because I mean you know, I was a student, you know, and they and they were very accommodating to so be like, Hey, I'm using this frame. The director was like, I'm using this framing because, you know, this is the shot we're trying to do, and I'm using this framing because of this and whatnot. So yeah, so that was that was that was great. So I was I was hoping, like I said, if we got a second season that now I'd be able to kind of jump in and really, you know, take hold of it. So I was I was right. disappointed when it when it didn't come back. But yeah, there was definitely talk that we would come back. For at least one more, you know, oh. Like so I've contracted for three. So that first season and then two more after that was my contractual obligation. So Okay. Yeah. Well, first of all, welcome
0: back, Rod. <laughs> welcome back, Rod.
3: <laughs> Technology. <laughs> no, I apologize. Technology,
1: indeed. I do apologize. Oh,
0: it's I'm listening to you. So hold on. So now you're saying, and so I want to make sure I got this straight, Duran. So you're saying that you signed, your contract was possibly for, you know, for three seasons. So that mm-hmm. means you would have done season two, two. three, and four. Exactly. So there could, been, there could have been possibly four seasons of Nightman. That's yep. what they're looking at in the future and wow. beyond. potentially like right, like they
3: because they, they want to lock you in, right? Like the the thing with most series when you book them is that they're going to book you for at least three years. You know, right. usually three to five years, right? Because mm. they don't want to book you for a year. You know, and then if the show's going to go again, if they don't have you locked in, then you're free negotiating, right? And right. something else. You know, you put mm-hmm. some of this that potentially is better. Now they've really got to up the ante as far as like money and perks and all that kind of stuff. So they try yes. and lock you in early. You know, and then that's why, like you know, we look at all these contracts of like you know, friends and Seinfeld and all that kind of stuff. It's like it's their you know, Big Bang Theory, all that kind of stuff. It's like you get to that third season where that initial contract is running out, and it's like, all right, here we go. <laughs> 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 it's like you kind of, you kind of got me for free. <laughs> but <laughs> now I got the money. But now, now I know <laughs> my worth.
1: I know my worth. <laughs>
3: yeah no. you know now let's let's go let's let's you know put dollars to donuts here, you know, so right. so yeah, so that's so that's what yeah, they lock you in, like I said for those usually that for those first three years or so right. you know, so they know that they can keep coming back, and then often, if you know shows know they're coming. Like, if if you go to a second or a third season, you know, now they're going to negotiate you through seasons five and six, Mm -hmm. you know, as well. Because, again, they want to just keep that, keep that role, you know, going over and over. And then, you know, get to Grey's Anatomy territory where you're in, like, season (laughs) nine long order, you know, and stuff. Now, most of them are just, you know, negotiating year to year, you know, because those actors are like, they may want to step out. You know, um, at some point, I mean, you've been doing it for 20 years. I can understand that. I mean, Mariska Hargitay on, you know, Law and Order Special Victims Unit. I mean, that's 26 years, right? 27 years. I think she's been on that show, which is right. like, that's insane. To at, me. at
0: this point, just make her executive producer. <laughs> You know? you know what I
3: mean? Like, seriously, like she runs that. She just, she can run that show all by herself. She's like, oh okay, okay, yeah, let's do this, let's do this, let's, do this. Let's, take, let's take, let's take, let's shoot this. Like, I mean, you know, that's,
0: I mean, that's a job. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, like, absolutely, absolutely. You know, like, so that, that, that's yeah. a job. So here's, here's another question for you. So, okay, so now I, I know, you know, possibility could have gone longer right? Mm-hmm. We know there's a comic book behind it. Mm-hmm. Now, generally speaking, usually when these shows come out, there's always some type of merchandising. Was there any type of th- talk about maybe mm. having any kind of merchandise, you know, be it if it's going to be figures, t-shirts, whatever, from, from Nightman outside of the comic book, just like based on the show? Did anyone talk to you about that at all? Or did kind of talk to rugby? me about
3: it. I think the Nightman character had, like, I think there was a doll I think there was an action figure, you know, right. for, for Nightman. But mm-hmm. I think that was it, especially because, again, even though my character was around for both seasons, mm-hmm. you know, because a different actor played it. And then the second season that we did, most of the characters who were in the first season, they scrapped. You know, the only person right. they brought back, you know, like I said, they brought my character back, but a different actor. Yeah. And mm-hmm. they brought back the guy who played uh, Johnny, Johnny Domino's character's dad. Yes. That brought him in, you know, uh, for a few episodes, you know, as well. But everything else was new. So again, I think if we had kept going, mm-hmm. you know, there probably would have been, have more been a chance that to. kind of stuff, uh, as well. But because I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure there's a, like a nightman action figure out there somewhere, right. <laughs> you know, with that. So I believe so. I, you know, I yeah. never
0: checked, but I, I honestly would believe so. I, you know, yeah, I I just say, so. these are just general questions that I'm always asking. Um, yeah. And, and I mean, and you know, for everyone talking, once again, we're talking about the, the nightman TV show where Durham mm-hmm. was part of on season two you know uh the comic books are still out there so if you want go to your book uh comic book stores support the comic book stores get the back mm-hmm. issues of those books mm-hmm. you know we're not wrapping up yet i'm just kind of throwing that out there and, yeah. and then it, even looking around i see nightman season one and two you can buy the the complete series on amazon mm-hmm. so that's right, right? That, that's and you know so in this day and age with a lot of the stuff that's going on i mean there's the comic cons the comic cons mm-hmm. are huge and i've seen actors and wrestlers everyone getting in there to some degree have you ever thought of going in there because uh, you know, and I'm tooting your own horn because you don't toot it enough. So mm-hmm. right? You've you've done a series regular on Nightman.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Check. You were uh, uh the villain, one of the villains on Mutant X mm-hmm. check. Check. Um I know you played, I think, and you you know your roles better than I do. Uh you played like a, an evil agent or an enemy agent on uh, Nikita at one point. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, check. Right, yeah, check and, you know. Uh Sons of Anarchy, season one. Mm-hmm. You were in there playing uh, the uh, one of the agents, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, you know, and I know those guys tore around all over the time. I mean, they came just right. to Hamilton just recently, or, or or Niagara Falls, right? They had like um, for one of the comic cons, they brought in like the mm-hmm. main cast and all that. But you were on there for a good couple episodes. There's no mm-hmm. question it, it was you. <laughs> like mm-hmm. right. right, So uh, you know, I don't know if you ever thought of looking at some of the comic cons and, and making an appearance there, um, you know, just to see, uh, because it, as as much as you might not think, there's a demand for some of this stuff at times. There is, right? Like the, the, for, for meet and greets,
3: right? Well, the, you know, the, the funny, the funny thing, you know, with that is that the the I have gotten some bites for you know those comic conventions, but not for those shows, but for Jason X. I was about to say maybe Jason, ah, X. Jason but, uh, X. You're going
1: down the list. I was, uh, you're going down the list. I'm thinking, well, there's also Jason X. So yeah, yeah, that definitely
3: as I mean, well that's an iconic you know franchise you know mm-hmm. and, and that you know you know Jason X, which was basically friday the 13th part 10 in space
2: like, <laughs> <yes>. <laughs> i saw that you know, stuff,
3: like, like that's the one like i still like I, I just did an interview a couple months ago with somebody who was like doing something you know on the friday the 13th movies and wants to try and get as many of the characters mm-hmm. as possible from those movies you know on his show and you know, stuff like that so that that's the one that i you know i have i have had the thought on you know i probably go there was supposed to be a commission in houston a few years back right now they were like hey would you be interested in coming out and like doing some science stuff that ended up falling apart and didn't you know didn't work it's like um you know, they were like, oh, yeah, you know, we'll fly, we'll, we'll put you up and stuff. And it's like, oh, well, can you play for your own flight? And can you play for your own hotel? But it's like, wait, wait, wait what? <laughs> that wasn't the original deal. Hold on a second. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that, that's the one that if I'm getting any kind of play with, it's usually Jason X, Jason X. Um, that, you know, that I get, uh, you know, some hits with uh, and right. stuff. So, yeah, so I mean, it, cert- it certainly is in the back of my mind. And those things are, you know, those things are huge, you know, and it's a great way to connect with people. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's amazing to me, you know, you, you don't always realize how much people are watching. Go. No, out there, and film lasts forever.
2: So, yeah. Yeah. Like,
0: look, you even know? us doing this show here t- um, right now. I even if you go on YouTube, there's other people that have talked about Nightman, the, no, the TV crazy. show, right? They've yeah. They, yeah. If you do a search for it, they've talked about Nightman, the TV show, and I'm like, mm. yeah, you know Nightman, but mm-hmm. I know Nightman. Just
2: <laughs> saying, <laughs> right? <laughs> right.
0: Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. Wow! No, wow! Yeah. So okay, so now. Let me no. Let, let's say like a little bit of what ifs. Mm-hmm. Do you what would you did you have an idea what season three would have brought out for your character per se? Yeah. You know, do you? Like, I mean, clearly, you know, season one was played by a different actor, mm-hmm. right? Um, and you know, he had to be, as you put it, he was on the run. Mm-hmm. You know, because he stole the military secrets for nightman suit. Got mm-hmm. season two, they kind of changed that to give you more visibility and mm-hmm. work the story in that you're running the nightclub and they gave you a love interest. So they're right. really leaning on you really heavy. So do you did you hear anything from the writers at the time of saying, if we come back season three, you know, this is what our vision's gonna be, be it, you know, uh uh you know, with your character per se. Right. Well, you know, it's funny that you know you say that too, because one of the
3: things, you know, that they did talk about was, you know, an episode where You know, Matt's character, Johnny, can't perform his functions. Like, he's gotten hurt or whatnot, but there's stuff going on in the city. So who jumps in? (laughs) Raleigh, you know, he designed the suit, right? He knows how it all works. Right, he knows how it all goes. So, so there was definitely talk of you know an episode or two of Raleigh being the nightmare. What? You know, uh which which I think would have been you know would have been insane and crazy and and great. But yeah, there, there was definitely you know talk of yeah like you know like you know I remember you know Alan would joke, he goes season season three suit up
0: <laughs> oh, right okay see now that brings me back because that's like the Iron Man movies where uh, they're bringing in. Mm-hmm. John yep. Chino to yep. you know and 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 to me, first first was Terrence Howard to be War Machine like mm-hmm. but, brother you were that close, close. <laughs> that close that that close
3: wow yeah yeah so the, yeah wow. there's there was definitely talk of, of 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 playing that aspect of it that every now and then Raleigh has to step in you know and be Nightman. You know, because you know, Matt's either incap or Johnny's incapacitated or hurt right. mm-hmm. or you know, something like something's going on, you know, with Johnny or you know, so but there's stuff going on, there's you know evil happening, so somebody has to show up, like the, the city is waiting for Nightman right. to show up and save the day, right? So some somebody's gotta be Nightman. So yeah, so there was, there was certain talk, which I think would have been would have been wild because you know, as I'm sure you've heard with tons of stuff like that suit was awful to wear. <laughs> <laughs> it was hot and it was and it's like this was you know 1999 right so the te- the technology wasn't great you know for that stuff back then i mean that right. thing you know i'm sure was a good 30 40 pounds easy yeah. easily
2: mm-hmm. you yep. know
3: yep. uh and stuff like i mean you know matt couldn't wait to get to get out of it you know? yeah. oh yeah i mean when he was in there so i mean as much as i think it would have been a blast right you know to be in it I was like, "Yeah, let's see. Can <laughs> we do a redesign? Redesign exactly, exactly. Let's let's modify this for Raleigh. Let's see, let's see how this uh, as this goes. Maybe not as much leather. <laughs>
0: <laughs> just, just you know, just a thought. Just that a thought. Is awesome. Yeah, that that So good. It's <laughs> a so good
1: question that I know I dropped off. So hearing that you guys talked about the armor, so I was gonna kind of come back to that. I was gonna bring that up a bit. Um, do you remember in, in regards to the suit was there anything particular that you had liked about the suit like in you know the different weaponry the different type of aspect what was it like I know like he had the he had the laser eye he yeah, had the flight he, he had the flight yeah. belt yeah um, I'm trying to remember any of the other functionalities but he had you can definitely look on the list and see what else he had but was there anything that was part of the armory that the armor that you had liked you know from the yourself personally Mm -hmm. and if you think of what raleigh would have been like what would have been one of his favorite um attributes for the for the armor
3: right you you know i mean i think it was you know definitely it was the the eye you know i mean i think that was Mm -hmm. one of his you know my favorite things with that suit and you know what was fun is that the suit was modifiable you know in the moment i remember we had an episode where you know nightman has to go into this place and you know to get from one place to another, he has to go through this laser field, you know? So, you know, John is like, Raleigh, you know, what, what do I do here? I'm like, hold on, give me a second. And like, I go into my thing and I'm taking out this calculator and I'm taking out this thing and so, say, okay, uh, dial down your laser function, 900 angstroms. Okay. And then dial up your, you know, thing, you know, 200 amps. And so it's like, so he modifies the laser on his eye to create a wide disbursement. So when nice. he walks through the laser field, it basically rebounds off of him. Right. You know, and it's like that, that's the capability of the suit. It's not, it's like everybody thinks, okay, the laser eyes is just this one thing. It's like, wait, hold on. no, We can, we can, we can adjust this mm-hmm. the situation that we're in, you know, right now to help you, you know, through that. And I remember him going, are you sure this is going to work? I'm like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm the guy who made it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As for the script. Yeah, yeah, it works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if if my calculations are correct, it's like what even—if I am like I mean, no, my calculations are correct. <laughs> Dang
1: it! I'm the one who made the suit. Come on, now.
3: Exactly. <laughs> it's like I know this suit. I know this suit. Trust like, wow. me. Yeah. So that so that was definitely that was definitely a fun aspect, you know, for okay, me like doing that. Yeah, for sure. Perfect. All right, so
0: here's here's my thing because I'm just looking at the Wikipedia thing again, and I want to make sure. Okay, no, this can't be really. Yeah. Okay. 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 Right, okay. No, 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 no. The, the, even I get surprised, right? I mean, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not the end all. I wish I was the end all. and know all of everything, but no. So Kelly, okay. So we know Matt played Johnny, right? Mm-hmm. I know Derek Webster was playing uh, the character you played before. Yeah, exactly. He played yeah. the first season, yeah. Right. Okay. But then I'm looking at some of the other cast on here, or other actors that have shown up on this show, mm-hmm. and I'm like, oh, are we, uh, really? I got to go back and watch some of this. So For example, you have Kim Coates. Kim Coates.
2: Mm -hmm. Kim Coates
0: played Kieran Keyes. He was like
3: our uber villain, you know, on the show, right? He was, he was the guy that he was our nemesis, right? I think, I think Kim, that character did at least five or six episodes with us, if not more. And he had a whole thing where, you know, uh, Kieran Keyes' claim to fame was he created an alternate universe called the ultra web. Right. Right. That was supposed to be for good, but he would like suck these people into the ultra web, you know, and like basically steal all their stuff. So that was, you know, we were always battling that. And at one point he gets, uh, Johnny's dad into the ultra web you know, as well. So that, that was huge for us. But yeah, no, Kim coach was, he was, he was phenomenal to work with. Like so good.
0: So good. Now when you worked on now, let me jump back and forth. So when you worked on sons of anarchy, mm-hmm. did you guys remember your time at Nightman, Or did you remember you from there? Or did you have any? Well, it's so funny because, you know, I got onto sons of anarchy and
3: I saw the cast list and I saw that Kim was on the show and it's like, okay, well, whatever. It's been years since I did night, man. And I got on the set and he kept going. Like he walked by me and he'd be like, and then go off and come in. And finally he was like, I know you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Why do I know you? I said, I said, I so said, we've worked together before. He goes, we have, right? I said, yeah. I said, he says, what are we thinking? And he's like, hold on. he's like, and he's thinking, he's thinking, he's like, he goes, Oh my God, nightman. I'm like, correct. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, he, he totally, it totally came back. He goes, he goes, Vancouver, Alan I'm like, yeah. I said, all that. I said, yeah. He says, yeah, wow. you played the tech guy. He's like, yeah. So that was nice. So he, he said, hey, but you're here in LA? And I said, yeah, I'm here in LA and I've been here for a, you know, a few years now and all that kind of stuff. But yeah, he totally, like, he, like I said, the first time he saw me, he was like, and he kept what he said, he kept walking by and he's like, I know you, man. I know, I know I know you. Why do I know you? <laughs> right? And at the time, too, I actually, you know, had dated a very good friend of his. So when I went out to do Night Man, mm-hmm. He was like, hey, you're dating, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, yeah, yeah, we're together. we actually, we're, we're living together at the time when I went out to do Nightmare. Mm-hmm. And so he's like, oh, yeah, I remember, you know, you and she were together and that whole thing. I said, yeah, yeah. It's like, that was, that was, that was the deal. But
2: world, man.
3: It was, like, seriously, I mean, the world is so insular and small. Like, it's, it's right. insane how that, you know, comes around for sure.
0: Right. See, and now here's another one that stands out to me. Uh, Jamie Presley. Yes, that's right. Right, it, it, Sitting here, she played Yvette. You know, yeah, now so, she, I don't think I had any scenes with
3: her, you know, right. I feel like, cause I remember, I remember she was on the show and I remember she got cast, but I don't think I had any scenes, you know, with her when she came on to okay. do the show.
0: Wow. And you know, and for anyone that's thinking Jamie Presley, like, where do you hear her from? Okay. She was in the TV show. My name is Earl. My name is she Earl. Played, yep. She played his ex-wife. <laughs> you mm-hmm. <big> dummy. <laughs> 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 you know, and of Joy, course that shows you on Disney+. Plus. Does that make girl, her right? a Disney princess? I, I don't know, but...
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, and she also did that movie... What was it? Uh, Tekken, I think it was. Or mm-hmm. One of those, like, fight uh, fight game. Or Virtual Fighter. Virtual Fighter. Mm-hmm. I think it was Virtual Fighter. That's it. Not Tekken. Right. Virtual Fighter. So that's okay. it. Um, and, and then uh, what's the other one? She's on a TV show right now. Called, is it called Mom or something like that? But, yeah. Okay. Uh, wow. It's just when you look back at the cast, and it's, it's to show you the level... Of people mm. that were there. It's like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, at times people probably didn't pay enough attention to it, but mm-hmm. the actors were, you know, they've all gone to do different things, clearly. you right. Yeah.
3: Well, you look at even like Tyler Levine, who came on and did a guest spot with us on the show. Tyler right. is in like New Amsterdam. Like Tyler does a ton of stuff. Now I'm and I, seen like and I'm like, I remember this guy was like this young kid, you know, coming on. There were like there was like a group of three of them who were like these, you know, the young punks, and they had ended up uh you know, the alien had come down to get them and all that whole deal. Right. But yeah, now he's like yeah he's like he's like working all the time. All the time.
0: Wow. Wow. Is he? And New Amsterdam has my show, right? And here's yeah. another call out for for me personally, is uh Patrick mcnee Yeah, I saw that. So he's the Doctor Walter. Right, right. He, 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 if you remember, he was, all right, hold on, make sure. Right. Yeah, he was on this TV show, The the, uh, the Avengers. The Avengers. Yeah. Oh, now, okay. right, 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 right okay. so not The Avengers, the yeah. people I think The Avengers would, you know, Chris and Chris and Tony. Mm-hmm. No, 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 I'm, I'm uh, mm-hmm. you know, I'm talking the... It's the British. Yeah, from the UK.
1: From the UK one. Well, you've seen that he was on season one, so maybe that's the reason why Durham may not.
0: Ah, okay, all right, He all right, was all right. in season one. Yeah, so just once again, though, this this guy, though, man he, the, yeah, he's done it all. No, like, the Avengers, the new Avengers, you know, yeah. a view to a kill, the howling. Uh, right. OK, it goes on and on. He's got his list goes on. But yeah. that is amazing. So th- now coming to the end, let's just say. I know you had a good time on Nightman, mm-hmm. right?
2: Yeah.
0: Would you or do you, you know, I mean, as an actor, you're going to always go for any role you can get and you're going to sink your teeth in. So here or well, maybe two questions. So question number one, going into Nightman. How did you prepare yourself to play the role, right? Because it's not to say that the role was established by you. It was established by another actor. Mm-hmm. So when you went in there, did you have a mindset to say you kind of had to carry on and it kind of slowly shifted your way? Or did you just walk in and say, well, that's how he played it. I'm going to play it my way. And then that's how your approach was. So what was your approach to playing the character? Well, I mean, like I said, I didn't have a whole lot of time. Right? <laughs> 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 from, from the time I found out I got the gig,
3: I mean, literally, it was like I said, audition on the Tuesday. Found out the following Monday, left on the Tuesday, and then we were shooting that next Monday. So within two weeks, I was on the set shooting the show right. from the time I had auditioned for it. So not not a whole lot of prep time.
2: Mm-hmm. Uh,
3: I think the good thing for me, you know, is that I, I didn't realize this was a second season for this show. And right. I hadn't seen the first season of the show. Okay. Uh, but what I did ask for was uh, when I got to Vancouver... I asked Alan Eastman, I said, you know, can you send me as many scripts as you can that are ready to go, you know, for this season? And they'd already written about three or four. I okay. said, because I want to see what you're doing, you know, with him so I can start building, you know, this character. And, you know, I had actually, I long enough, I didn't find out until so I think it was like the second or third episode that there had been a first season of this show. Okay. You know, so okay. my character wasn't at all based on what Derek had did had done in the first season. I just, you know, I, I created Raleigh based on what I was seeing, you know, in the scripts, right. you know, and stuff. And the, the funny thing about that was, is that, you know, I, you know, I asked Alan, I said, should I watch, you know, the first season to get us? And once I did find us, I said, should I watch the first season to find out Since he goes, no, he says what you're doing, you're bringing more life to it than, you know, we could have ever imagined. So keep doing what you're doing. You don't need to reference back to that. Okay. However, nice. we were like, probably 14 or 15 episodes in it was labor day weekend you know uh i had the weekend off so i went down to vegas because it's only like a two-hour flight from vancouver to vegas for that weekend i'm in my hotel room watching tv and what comes on the first season of nightmare (laughs) 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 i watched the episode and it was like uh and, and and funnily enough the first season was actually a little cheesy you know, right, they actually right. really kind of tightened it up in that second season and really kind of revamped it a little mm. bit, even to the sense that they redid the opening sequence. Yes, you know, uh yeah. as well from the first season to the second because they wanted to make it more, you know, in I, I actually remember when Alan came to me; it was like the fifth episode, and he goes, "We have the new opening sequence." I said, "Oh," he's like, "Yeah," I said, "Come, come here," <laughs> so he came to his office, and the first thing he was like, dah, 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 dah. "And I'm like, ooh." <laughs> Okay, we're talking. We're talking. <laughs> and then I'm like, this. Is you so got my attention. You got my attention. This is an action show. Okay, like here right. we go. And it's like, you know, all the clips and the, the shots of the, you know, for the for the opening sequence was was great, which, which we didn't have. They didn't have in that first in that first season. So yeah, so it, yeah, nothing
0: I did was based on the the first season of the previous character. Okay. okay. So you know, new season, fresh take, got it. Not mm. influenced by the first one, and and not because of because you didn't want to. It was just really because you got in there at such a time tight time frame, time frame. Mm-hmm. you just had to go with what the tools you had on hand and make it exactly. your own so okay well, that's good to know because sometimes people say oh well you got to watch the first one to see that go on or how come they didn't watch the first one but mm-hmm. clearly you would not have had a chance to watch the first one <laughs> yeah it's like you're yeah. like i just got here time change uh, what we're filming when tomorrow i'll be ready mm-hmm. And it's not like today,
3: where it's like you know, you can they can send it to you. There you, you go. Know, you know what I mean? Like they would have had to pull VHS tape. Yeah, exactly. Facts. You know, to be able to, to to see right,
0: right. So I mean, that's that's the deal. Okay, so the, here's another one. Did you ever read any of the comic books? You know, either before, during, or after being on the show? Did you ever look at an issue yeah. just by fluke to see what it was on, on paper? I did, was. Actually, I did. I did look
3: at um, one. Com- no, I'm trying to think of what the right word is, but I did I did read one of the of the comics at some point. I think it was like episode seven or eight. Right. And I was walking around Vancouver, and I happened to you know pass by you know this shop, and I walked in, and they had you know some of the books in. I was like, okay, well, let me just flip through and see you know what it was. And it actually, gave me a little bit of insight too, to especially for Nightman, you know, yeah. because again, it sort of it gave a little bit of backstory and a little bit of history, you know, for mm-hmm. him you know, as well. And I thought, okay, well, this, this will be helpful potentially, you know, moving forward for us. But So I did get to read, you know, one um, Not it's not an episode. One, one, one issue. One, one issue. issue. Thank you.
0: Right, so much. right, but right. I did get to read one issue of the comic book. Cool. Yeah. Well, I mean, you already got in, right? So good enough for you. So now, and wrap this up. Cover all that. If they came to you and said, hey, man, we want to bring either Nightman back, you know, to reprise the role, or they want to turn around and, and, you know, I know you're going to take a role as when you take a role. But if you had a dream project, one, would you go back to Nightman if they had to do a reboot or a remake of it? And two, what what superhero project would you like to be attached to that you've seen exist right now, regardless of whoever it is, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, uh, be it if it's Marvel, DC, Independent, whoever it is. Is there one movie where you look at and say, I would love to play that character. I could see myself playing that character. Or I would mm-hmm. love to be a part of this series because, for some reason, a character. Okay, it speaks to me. Right? It, even mm-hmm. if it's not the character, but you know, like you know, this how they're filming it, how the stories are going, it appeals to me. Mm-hmm. I can see I, myself in that.
3: There, there are two for me, and it's funny they're part of the same franchise. Is that uh, I'm a big Captain America fan, I, and I like what Chris Pine has done. You know, our Chris Evans. Evans, I, Chris, I
2: yeah,
3: is. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there's, there's Evans and there's one more, like and Hemsworth. Yeah. You know, yeah. Hemsworth.
2: Pratt, Pratt, Chris Pratt, Chris Hemsworth, yeah, 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 Pratt. yeah. Oh my God, yeah, and Hemsworth, yeah.
3: Um, you know, I like what he's done with Captain America, but I, I've watched those movies and I and I I love that idea, but I also love Falcon. Like I really, mm. you know, I like. I mean, I, you know, I think Anthony Mackie's a great actor, and I like again what he's doing with it. But I think that would be a lot of fun, you know, to right. play with, especially because as they, as the films have progressed, they've developed him, and now obviously he had his own show with Winter Soldier and Falcon, and he's becoming more prominent now. He is actual, you know, uh, Captain America as well. So you know, they've really developed that, you know, for him. But um, yeah, I think that that would those
0: two, I think would be uh, would be fun for me to to play and, and go with see i know you and that and that makes sense if me knowing you as a person that Mm -hmm. makes sense i I can actually see that that was something you would that would capture your eye and lean on right because of the values it represents in there the action the little bit of humor with it that's right up your your alley Mm -hmm. so you know i'll say this marvel uh sorry Mm -hmm. dc plus Y'all putting on a lot of shows right now, and sometimes he's looking for other actors to join on the thing. There, um, you know, and pretty much because Marvel, you know, Malibu, DC, i uh, sorry, DC, sorry, Disney, y- y- y'all kind of inadvertently own some of those characters at Malibu. So, just saying, so, get, get call a brother. I ain't talking me. <laughs> <Give him laughs> call brother. Me. call, call him
2: brother. Call, call a brother. brother.
0: You know, what I mean, he could have been on even She Hulk, the Attorney at Law show because mm-hmm. he 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 did study some law. He he knows. Mm-hmm. Right. He can in the office. Right. I, I'm speaking for Derwin Jordan here at this point. Call him and give him some work because you will not be disappointed on what this man would do on screen. You know, he's smart, witty, professional, looks good, easy on the eyes for the ladies. You can't go wrong. That's I appreciate you, brother.
3: Say. I appreciate you, brother. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you, brother.
0: Right on, man. I'm, I'm selling you. I'm, I'm there. I, I find roles for you, man. I'll find roles for you. <laughs> I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it but look on this aspect uh, I'll, I'll say this um we're coming to the end of our show but one thank you so much derwin really for mm-hmm. jumping on the show uh on the iconist podcast and really sitting here mm-hmm. and just talking night man and reminiscing on that it was been a lot of fun and i anytime i get to work with you know my, my best friend my cousin mm-hmm. it's always like fire in my head so mm-hmm. that is amazing um rod any last mm. words before we uh head out listen
1: definitely want to say thank you appreciate you Derman. thanks for coming on the show definitely appreciate you being here uh, you don't understand the amount of joy this is it's like again this is now it's like this is just an open this is just an. we are where was it? we were at Moxie's we're, whichever we're at we're at that we're at that restaurant it's just the three of us just chatting that's what it is put a camera on that's all this is we are just putting a camera on and uh, I, I do I'm so happy that you have the opportunity to come and just chill with us tonight definitely as you know Clearly, this door is always open. Kick down the door, and we'll we'll knock down a wall and bring you in. We'll drag you in, drag you kicking in. Uh, to come back for another show whenever it will convene for you. Oh, yeah. And um, yeah. Listen, I'm happy that you are still. You can you can hear the love for this character mm-hmm. for for this show, this character coming out from you. And like Barry said, if anyone is looking for you know looking for a supreme actor. To step in and fill out a role, uh, I'm just gonna say, you know, uh, we will. We'll be, uh, we'll, no, can't say that particular. because That sounds like a BS. Uh, Backstreet Jordan will always be there, and we'll just leave it at that. Uh, yeah. Um,
0: <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. I, think I, know that.
1: I I was fighting the whole time, man. Whole, wow. Like to. from from the, in be- the
2: back pocket. All, like, so,
1: all long.
3: Hell, like, so
1: long. All all all, all, I lost the internet. I gotta get internet. I just gotta say these <laughs> few words, that's just like get
2: me back on <laughs> you
1: know, We're back on shows on the internet. Oh, what? But everybody, that's that's a ba- that's a that's an old little tag that oh. we all know from back in the days. Yes indeed. But definitely, definitely Yes. But definitely, you know what? glad you, you know, glad everything is, you're doing well, you're prospering, you're doing well with your career, and and I'm happy for you, man, always just loving, saying like,
0: I know him,
2: Mm -hmm. (laughs) I really do know him, I really do know him, it's not a lie, I know
1: him, (laughs) not that kind of scenario.
2: Absolutely, man. Well, back thank you, you guys. Thank I mean, you. This anyone... has been
3: a pleasure. Like when you brought it up, and I'm like, "Yeah, let's absolutely, you know, do this." So this is this has been an absolute joy and a pleasure to be on with you guys and watch you guys do your thing, man. Like I said, that's been great. That's
0: been great. I love it. Much success, thank to you, to you two as well. I love it. Thank, thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank thank you. you. Thank and you, you know, as I said, it. you know, Backstreet Jordan. That's a joke because Duran had a map <laughs> before there's Google Maps. Duran knew the city of Montreal and Toronto, and he would get you there through all the back roads to avoid traffic. That's where the Backstreet Jordan thing comes up. <laughs> That's amazing. So uh, is there a site or anywhere people can find mm. or see your stuff, Derwin? I know um, it, just in general, where, where, if people want to see some of your stuff, where can they see it? I mean, you know, or where can it connect? Uh,
3: they can, I mean, I have a website, DerwinJordan.com, you know, is where anything updated and new is at. Um, usually you can find stuff on IMDb as well. I've got my page up on IMDb, you know, as well as you can Google me, you know, as well. If you Google Derwin Jordan, it's, it's funny. There There is another Derwin Jordan, but it's Jordan Derwin. He's an older dude who's actually passed away years ago. Uh, mm. And I, you know, um, and stuff, so don't get us confused.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm he, still here. He
3: had like three credits. He actually, he actually was an actor and he, and he did okay. that. Okay stuff and whatnot but yeah so yeah my website during jordan.com uh you can find me on facebook um you can find me on instagram you know as well so and imdb so yeah my stuff my stuff is floating
0: out there you know whatnot so keep looking I'm, I'm gonna keep coming good good as I said, once again, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. This has been the Iconist Podcast, and the icon is Nightman with special guest, Derwin Jordan. And Much love for him joining us today. And I always say, remember, this whole world was started by a pencil, a piece of paper, and lots of imagination. Keep on dreaming. Let's go. Light vision
1: on. Light vision on. Belt. Float.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My daughter's going for my wallet.
1: No. <laughs> I'll just fill it this way. I just knocked over something. I don't know what I knocked over. Well, oh, no, yeah. Sorry about that. Uh-